0: Greetings, and welcome to the Get Hiking Southeast podcast. I'm Joe Miller, and I'll be leading this adventure. Why me? Why am I at the front of the pack? Well, for the last decade or so, I've been leading hikes and backpack trips in the Southeast, and for nearly three decades, I've been writing about adventure in the region as a newspaper columnist, guidebook author, and as a blogger. Our focus in the Get Hiking Southeast podcast is telling the stories of the hikers and the trails, especially those lesser-known trails in the southeastern United States. news this week, and that's good because that's all we have this week, is news. But hopefully, it's news that you can use. Now, one of the many things we've loved about hiking the 21-mile Nusiak Trail in coastal North Carolina's Croatan National Forest is that the three designated primitive campsites, Blackjack Lodge, Dogwood, and Copperhead Landing, all have well water. You don't have to filter, unless you're the paranoid type. The wells are a better than oddity, we've always thought. After all, we don't, why don't we see more water wells at other primitive sites? But, you know, hey, who questions a perk, right? Well, those wells are no more. We received word from the Mountains to Sea Trail, which piggybacks on the new Seahawk, that the U.S. Forest Service was removing them. In fact, they removed them last week. Now, the water pump at Blackjack Lodge has been out for a while, so we just assumed that the cost of maintaining the pumps had grown prohibitive. Turns out there's a more interesting story, according to Dave Whitlow, who heads up the MST's Croatan Task Force, they being the folks who helped maintain that Mountains to Sea Trail here through segment 16 of the trail on its statewide journey. Although it should be noted that they helped maintain the trail uh, with the Carteret County Wildlife Club, which actually built the trail in the 1970s, and has been instrumental in keeping it open and maintaining it ever since. Anyway, turns out the wells were, according to Dave, never technically blessed by the Forest Service. It's unclear what exactly that means, but according to Dave, there's a quote, "New York phone book phone book, uh, and that's uh, something you might, kids might want to google. There's a New York phone book worth of regulations that govern wells. Most pertain to water quality testing, Dave notes. Apparently, the Forest Service didn't exactly have the money to maintain and test the wells, which would have cost over $200 per well per month. Their removal had been discussed for years, but there were other priorities until last week. Removal of the wells is more of an inconvenience than anything. There is water near each camping area that can be filtered. Though as Dave notes, it's tannic, meaning that it's the color of iced tea, the result of decomposition of surrounding plant matter. And while it's perfectly fine to drink when filtered, the color freaks some people out. The moral? From now on, when you hike the Nusiak Trail, either bring a filter or plenty of water. Time to give a little love to our friends at the more than 1,300 land trusts in the U.S. who work to preserve the land we play on. Specifically this week, we salute the Southern Highlands Land Conservancy of Western North Carolina, one of roughly 20 land trusts in the state, which last week transferred 91 acres of mountain land to the U.S. Forest Service. These 91 acres should be of particular interest to anyone who has hiked that most revered stretch of the Appalachian Trail in North Carolina and Tennessee, the 14-mile stretch from Carver's Gap North to U.S. 19 East. These 91 acres represent the last privately held land along 261 on the North Carolina side just before reaching Carver's Gap. It's an area that's referred to as the Roan Mountain Gateway. The area includes round, jane, and grassy Bald, offering some of the best views in the southeast. It's also home to high elevation habitat that exceeds a mile in elevation through here, and includes restored habitat, for neotropical migratory golden-winged warblers and other species. It's also the headwaters for the North Toe River. A proposed quarry operation in an area to the north, about 10 miles to the north, would have been visible from Hump and Little Hump Mountains and was the subject of J. Erskine Lutz's 2013 book, Stand Up That Mountain, which chronicled uh, local efforts to keep that quarry from happening. That quarry didn't happen. Um, and the book is a great read. You can find out why it didn't happen. According to a release from the U.S. Forest Service, the property could be used to alleviate crowding at the popular Carver's Gap trailhead. The Southern Appalachian Highlands Conservancy has protected more than 75,000 acres of mountain land since 1974, land that often winds up in the public domain. In North Carolina alone, Land trusts have preserved more than 400,000 acres in the state, a good deal of which winds up as land open to the public for recreation. If you've hiked at South Mountains, Eno River, or Hanging Rock state parks, you've likely hiked on land that came into the park system through a land trust. As the weather warms, more campgrounds and recreation areas that close for the winter are beginning to reopen. Along the Blue Ridge Parkway, two popular campgrounds reopened last week. The Price Park Campground at Milepost 297 and Linville Falls at Milepost 314. Mount Pisgah at Milepost 408.8 and Crabtree Falls at Milepost 339 will both reopen May 28th. Price Park is a good base camp for some stellar hiking along the Blue Ridge Escarpment. Trail around uh, nearby Price Lake is a great spot to catch the sunset. The Mountains the Sea Trail runs through the camp, and you can pick up the 13-mile t- uh, Tanawa Trail that runs south along the base of Grandfather Mountain. Crabtree Falls is another great campground, one that tends to fly under the radar, so if you're having trouble finding a A campground, a campsite in the summer, there's uh, usually a pretty good bet that you can find a spot at Crabtree Falls. One of our favorites. Mount Pisgah also a favorite. Uh, The campsites there, a lot of them are nestled in rhododendron, so it's almost impossible to see your neighbor. And the elevation there keeps it pretty cool even on the hottest summer days. In the Shenandoah National Park, The Lewis Mountain and Big Meadow Campgrounds are now open. The Matthews Arm, Loft Mountain, and Dundow Group Campgrounds will reopen May 5th. You can find a complete list of Blue Ridge Parkway and Shenandoah National Park reopenings including picnic areas, restaurants, and other amenities at GetGoingNC.com. Also reopening is one of our favorite campgrounds, the Mortimer Campground, loaded located in the Wilson Creek area of Pisgah National Forest. Muramur is an intimate little campground with just 17 spots in a narrow valley formed by Thorpe's Creek. The campground had been closed since last May, primarily so a bridge could be built to replace a ford that divides the campground. The campground is somewhat centrally located in Wilson Creek. From it, from your campsite, you could hike up Thorpe's Creek and catch the schoolhouse ridge trail for on a return trip to the campground it's also a short drive to some of the most popular spots in wilson creek including north harper creek grag prong huntfish falls big Lost cove cliffs and wilson creek itself it is the only campground that is in the only uh, public campground that's in the wilson creek area there is plenty of primitive camping but you've got to hike into it so um I believe all of those spots are walk-up uh, campsites. Great campground. Uh, check it out if you can this summer. And that's our show for this week. I hope you liked it and that you'll be back. In the meantime, a reminder that the Get Hiking Southeast podcast is a part of the Get Hiking and Get Backpacking universe, where instead of just telling you about great places to go, we take you there. Coming up, we have, we've had an opening develop for our April backpacking trip to the Wilson Creek area of the Pisgah National Forest. We'll do about four miles of hiking to camp in full backpack. About 14 miles of hiking in day packs, exploring Grad Prong, Huntfish Falls, Big Lost Cove Cliffs, South Harper Falls, and more. This trip is the weekend of April 23rd through the 25th. Our May trip is a three day, 19 mile loop that starts and ends at the Big East Fork Trailhead in the Pisgah National Forest of Central North Carolina and takes in a goodly portion of the Shining Rock Wilderness area. This trip is the weekend of May 7th through 9th. If you live in the triangle or triad areas in North Carolina, we also have several hiking series ongoing, including our Sunday hike series that visits different trails in the triangle for hikes of 5 to 7 miles from March until May. That series is offered both in the mornings and in the afternoons. We also have a Tuesday evening hike series that runs through May with after work hikes of 3 miles on different trails. We also have our first Get Hiking Weekend Escape of the Season plan. It's an intimate gathering at Jones Lake State Park the weekend of April 9th through 11th. We will be hiking the pine savannah and coastal woods of Jones Lake, Turnbull State Educational Forest, and Bay Trees Lake State Natural Area on Saturday and Sunday. And we'll also be enjoying one of the best views of the night sky to be had along the east coast from this lightly light polluted area of North Carolina's coastal plain. You can learn more about these adventures and everything else we do at GetGoingNC.com. Click on Explore With Us. If you like what we're doing here at the Get Hiking Southeast podcast, please do leave a review with the podcast vendor from whom you receive this weekly communication. And if you don't like it, or if you have some constructive criticism or maybe a topic for an upcoming episode, drop us a line at joe at GetGoingNC.com. That's Joe at GetGoingNC.com. Until we meet again, get out and explore!